And now, live from Dining Room Studios in Hollywood, California, it's the Allison Rosen is your new best friend show. Tonight, Allison welcomes a guest. He's a producer who may be short in stature, but he's tall and sticking headsets up his butt. It's Greg Heller. During the day, he's a mild-mannered IT professional, but at night, he transforms into an even milder-mannered IT professional. It's Alan Moss. Special guest. She's a TV comedy writer, author of the book The Alcoholic Bitch Who Ruined Your Life, and currently at work on the sequel The Alcoholic Bitch Who Ruined Your Podcast. It's Molly McAleer. Chef Jeff is here to bake a cookie, then take that cookie and stick it up your yeah. I'm her husband, Daniel, but hey, no one's perfect. Saying hop on board the love bus and say hello to your new best friend, Allison Rosen. Hello, my little macadamia nuts. It's me, Allison. Welcome to another exciting Thursday show. So much in store tonight. But first, I want to say hello to my guest. Hello, Greg Heller. Hi, Allison. Hello, Molly. Hey, girl. Hi. Hi, Alan. Happy to be back. Welcome back. Hi, Daniel. Hi. Excellent intro. I enjoyed it. Uh, and hello, Jeff. Hello, Allison Rosen. And I know that uh, we've been I've been making a gag where I play drops of you, but uh, I, I don't have any today. But did be, 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 be. I, I could I just didn't have time to get any. But did be, 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 be. All right, all right. The funny thing is that, like that sounds one. like Greg to me, but that's me. It does. I thought it was Greg. But did be, 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 be. Yeah, really? it's like wah It's like peanuts if you sped it up. Yeah, you know? it's like the teachers from Charlie Brown. That's right? exactly what I was saying. So so much to get to. Oh yeah, we that's have... peanuts. Charlie Brown is peanuts. Yes. All right, cool. Sorry, you were saying? That's okay. We're going to start any minute. Um, so much to get to. We have a Daniel quiz tonight. What? What? Quiz. No one told me. It's a pop, pop Daniel quiz. That's right. The quiz has a song. We have stories. We have Just wow. Me or Everyone's. We have Greg's thoughts about Just Me or Everyone's. We have iTunes Comment of the Week. We, do, we have a boy. special right. guest. We have so much. Too much. First, I want to tell you guys, sad day for me personally, the Sonicare toothbrush that yeah. I had lovingly owned for a <laughs> yeah. couple years... Those things are like made out of tissue paper. They're Fabergé eggs of electronics. Late last night, not fully awake, knocked it over, dropped on the floor, picked it up, and it was no more. And in my very tired state, I could not cope. And in my very tired state. I woke him up to explain. I kept trying to fall asleep. And I kept talking. I was in bed on my phone googling because first i was like how what am i gonna do and you're like don't can't you choose your regular <laughs> toothbrush and i said i don't think i can you didn't think you could and l- may i say last night i was falling while i was falling asleep it was the best feeling i've had falling asleep i can wake years. you up constantly if that so it was like i was so enjoying it was that oh this is healthy sleep <laughs> such <laughs> deep healthy sleep and every 10 <laughs> seconds no after i would fall asleep eight. Did you know there's a Target at the <laughs> oh, Beverly wait, Center? Oh, wait, there's a Target at the Beverly Connection. It seems like they have the toothbrush. Wait, your Sonicare, did you what like that yours? one? Yeah. <laughs> you couldn't let it go. I could not. Anyway, though, everything's... It's just that, to me, was not having all my faculties about me late at night. But it, I was like, I don't know how I'm going to bounce back from this. You got up. 
also kind of like a new opportunity, girl. It is because I've invited a new toothbrush. I and I opted for one, and guess what? I got a pink one, and my concern is it's going to look like a vibrator because it's like a pink thing, and it comes in a pink case and plugs in. But I wanted that more than the black. Does it have balls? Why would it look like a vibrator? (laughs) Do most vibrators have balls? It has veins on the side. Yes, (laughs) it's a weird design. That's the kind that I use. I like it to have um, testicles as well. Yeah. But but a toothbrush doesn't look anything like a dildo. And also, why would a dildo be in that like cup in your bathroom next to your sink? Well, it's the. I'm trying to tell you, I think this concern is unfounded. Okay, thanks. All right, I feel good. I feel better about it. I still can't fully wipe away the fear, though, that if it's sitting in my suitcase in its pink case, and you open it up and it's like a pink wand, it's gonna look vibrator or dildo ass dildonic Dild- as they say <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> exactly and then another thing i need to bring up uh i've been cooking broccoli lately with some frequency and i microwave it which which lets out all the essence of fart and inside. cauliflower and daniel has complained but he complains about all the smells that emanate from the kitchen when i cook so it just you know <laughs> that's not one of them just goes <laughs> it does smell like that kind of in one ear and out the other uh but anyway i came home the other day and i went or maybe i just walked in the kitchen and i was like oh it smells awful walked it smells the like front door whatever it was i was like it really smells like farts in here and then from the cauliflower and then you daniel you said yeah that's what it smells like in here <laughs> yeah. so this is a question for everyone Everyone here has been in my house at least more than once. When you walked in, were you like, holy shit, so it smells like someone took a dump in my nose? Why? Everyone has a perplexed look like they're thinking about it. No. Are you no, sure? I never thought that. Okay, thank but you. I've only been here twice. I mean, maybe, maybe been off days. Right. You know? I don't understand something. Does broccoli smell like farts before it goes into your body? It does, actually. Yes. Broccoli and cauliflower. If you cook it. Cauliflowers. Yeah. Oh, it's- I thought you had to process it to turn it into farts. Well, this brings me back to, I tweeted a long time ago, um, just microwaved a bunch of broccoli because my I wanted my house to smell like farts. And then a lot of people faved that tweet. Yeah. And I wondered, Secretly. do they realize what I'm saying, which is because I've cooked it, it smells like farts as opposed to... I'm about to I'm fart. I'm going to fart a <laughs> yeah. lot. I think they're made out of farts. I think farmers uh, will fart on the crops to grow their cauliflower. They crop it's the methane it. get, yeah, it gets processed. I don't know what don't it know is, it but works. it's real farty. I, I actually, I can't speak to this because I don't. I never really associated raw broccoli or cooked broccoli with the smell of farts. Well, what the do you raw associate broccoli doesn't with smell this? like farts? No, it's just when you microwave it, it activates the okay. fart molecule. Let's bring it back to the focus of the question, though. <laughs> what, what do you associate with the smell of my house, though? When you walk in, have you ever thought, "Oh, it smells unfresh"? Yeah, definitely farts. No, you have no. Your house just has like a, that normal house smell. It doesn't really smell weird. It's a diplomatic yeah. answer. It's like average yeah. house smell. Yeah, it just smells like a house. Yeah. yeah. Yes. It like not exactly good. Right. It right. smells like a house. It smells like, it smells a like house. May I, I, everyone's lying It's like to some, some old paint, tiny bit of carpet. Yeah. Oh, those are good smells. The smell doesn't stay, but you were you went through a period where you were cooking it a lot. But you said, so yeah, the, that's what our house smells like. And I said, but people come over all the time. Is that mm-hmm. what it smells like when they come over? And then you said, we need a light. Well, look, it worked. When Greg said that it smells like a regular house, he meant a regular frat house. <laughs> <laughs> and you can't spell frat without fart. Outhouse. In no way do I feel good about this. All right, crossing off the important things here, which can is I say something first yes, before we move can. on to the next point? And cauliflower. Jeff, 
Do you have the thing that I've been most excited about coming back to this house for since last week? Because I'm just not going to validate that kind of behavior. No, <laughs> I'm a dick. Take another guess, Jeff. It's on, Do you have oh, it? Oh, I know what you mean. Do you have it? It is Jen saying, one time when my sister was on her period, my dad ate her cookie. <laughs> In a biscuit. Yes. Biscuit. Uh, that was one of my w- favorite moments. Will you drop it, please? Yes. In a minute. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> While we get to that, maybe we should address the most recent episode. Very oh. polarizing. Some people loved it. Uh, the most recent episode, meaning the Thursday episode where we had a life the, coach on. and we, we tried, changed people's lives. Yeah, that's right. And we did some advice. It yeah. was definitely a different kind of episode than I normally do. The pacing was different, shall we say. It was a little more serious. Uh, and some people wrote in and said that they like had to pull over and they started crying while listening to it, and it did change their lives. Whoa. Some people wrote in and said... That was my mom, though. <laughs> it did have fair. a vibe similar to your mom. Yeah. Some people wrote in and uh, did not appreciate it as much, so I just want to say thank you for being passionate and engaged and letting me know what you really think, even if at times it doesn't feel good. Um, that was just a one-off. I think I made that really clear. That that's not, you know, anyway. And if, okay, go ahead, Jeff. My dad once ate my sister's biscuit on her period. (laughs) 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 That's the best thing anyone has ever said. One more time, one more time, one more time. My dad once ate my sister's biscuit on her period. (laughs) It's almost hard to remember the context of that yeah. now. Fuck Where the context. That's a great example of, <laughs> oh my of God. a poorly constructed sentence. <laughs> yeah. But a wonderfully also, constructed no, drop. biscuits. Like, I, <laughs> like the thing, I can't even, I thought it had to be a vagina. It, right. it simply <laughs> right. must be a vagina. You can't be no talking about a biscuit. A biscuit. <laughs> like if she, if she had actually said, my dad once ate my sister's pussy, you would have been like, is that some sort of a mm. cracker? Right. Yes. It felt like I had a roommate who used to say um, ridiculous, the things that were so kind of inane that I would always think, you know what you're saying, right? You know. And this was like, I was looking at her like, there's some part of you knows what you just said, right? But I don't think she did because no. then she went, no, no, a Popeye's biscuit. <laughs> yeah, it was one of those <laughs> like, hanging in the air. That was It hilarious. was one of those, that w- that's what she said moments where like yes. before the sentence yeah. is finished, I'm like, oh, I got one chambered. And cue. Yeah, I was very excited about that. I've been thinking about that a lot over the last <laughs> week. I really have been excited to hear that again. I would like that as a ringtone. Greg has I'll texted it to me numerous times. Random times. I just think maybe that emailed to it to yeah. me as well. It's replaced Wank the Deck, which was the funny <laughs> that thing was before. Good. Speaking of Greg, I was on the phone with him, and I overheard the way he talks to his wife. I overheard some chatter between Greg and, and the missus. It was straight hip-hop, yo. And <laughs> no, it wasn't. No, it this, wasn't. Is, this is what I overheard. This sucks that this happened. This sucks that this happened. It's just Swiss... Excuse me. Go ahead. Take your time. It. It's just Swiss shard. Don't drink it if you don't want. <laughs> and then are you, are you really going to pour that down the sink? I mean, that's like $8 of vegetables right there. It, it's a really good it, smoothie. And then you said... I can't wait for this to show up on the show next week. And I'm like, it's going to be on Twitter in a minute, <laughs> which it was. <laughs> what was going on there? Just for the record, everyone, I am fucking tough and sexy. 
<laughs> Our New York listeners right, right now, their every eyes now are and then falling out of their heads. I do some not tough and like, sexy. <laughs> every now and then I do not tough and sexy stuff like grind vegetables up into juice. <laughs> um, we have a big thing where like we have a we don't have a juicer. We have like a blender, just a regular blender, like a margarita blender. Um, and my wife thinks that if the outside of it is dirty, that it like makes the inside of it dirty. Mm-hmm. But you know, a blender is clear. Have you guys ever seen a blender? Sure, yeah. Yeah, Molly, have you ever seen one? Mm-hmm. They're almost Super all familiar. clear. Yeah, they're clear. I bet she and even owns one. Do you own one? I don't. Oh, no, not at this point. Really? Okay. No. Did you Someday. used to own one? Yeah, I did. Okay. I found it in the trash though, like still on the street. All right, that one was dirty. It was really clean though. So anyway, so she'll look at it, and if it looks dirty. She will b- perceive that whatever I'm making it is is therefore dirty. Mm-hmm. So I'm always saying to her like, I don't fucking scrub the outside of it. So I'll make a smoothie, and she'll look at the blender before I make it, and she's already decided that it's going to taste like trash. Okay. So she, I made her a smoothie out of Swiss chard, cucumber, apple, orange, mango, and blueberries, and it's like that's like an eight bucks worth of vegetables, right? Mm-hmm. And then she just took and one fruit. sip and was like, it tastes like old vegetables, and poured it down the drain. And you happened to call when that was happening. And I was frustrated because it takes a long time to make smoothies. Is this is anyone interested in this? Did you throw the dollar amount out <laughs> to try to persuade her since she's so tight on the money? I can't. You know? Because, I mean, I feel Al, like that was a valid argument. Yeah. I, I can't do it out because I'm so in the hole money-wise oh, that yeah. I don't have okay. a – I don't have like a – I don't have a dog in that hunt. When she sure. does dumb shit with money, every now and then I'll be like, uh, nah, nah, and then she, all she would have to do is hold up her fucking phone and <laughs> yeah. be like, we had a huge argument on reconciling the budget about where alcohol goes in the budget because <laughs> she was like, is it recreation? No. Uh, you know what money? it is? It's fucking groceries, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. So sure. there's two markets, right? There's, there's three. There's Whole Foods, Trader Joe's, and then King's Market which is yeah. this dude, King, who owns a market down the street from us. <laughs> so when we're reconciling the budget, she's like, you know, you spent 87 bucks at King's Market. Which is speaking. mainly like, a liquor Fucking store. groceries. <laughs> and she's like, what groceries did you buy there? And I was like, groceries? <laughs> fucking groceries. And she's like, alcohol is not groceries. Wild turkey groceries. Right. Yeah. Um, so anyway, you happened to call during that moment. And, and I, was, I had to say it, even though I was on the phone with you, and I knew this whole thing was going to happen. <laughs> so if anyone would like to respond now, Go for it. You also, you also <laughs> asked her if she wanted to come on my podcast as a therapist. And I was like, we already know how she feels about that. She said, no, it would be unethical. And I'm like, don't make her think that I think that she should do this. And then also, you asked how much <laughs> you guys could throw in for like a pilot presentation. And she said $2. Yeah. I told her it might cost 10000 And she was like, $2. That's what we're allotted. So it's going to be your pilot presentation is going to be shit. Right. Well, hopefully we won't have to to fund that one ourselves. Um, Speaking of things that are affordable and awesome, which was an awkward segue because I don't know that we were talking about either. I don't think the smoothie qualifies, but (laughs) I want to tell you guys about Next Issue. I've mentioned them before. Next issue is like ne- like Netflix for magazines. Um, and so you sign up for next issue and then there's all these, you have access to zillions and zillions of magazines and you select your favorites. And what keeps happening to me though, because they have my number or I typed in my number, um, by that what I mean is I chose my favorites. And it, so it's like all these 
intelligent, high culture magazines. And I look in there, I'm like, I'm going to read these. And then I see somehow, oops, Us Weekly and Star also got in there. Someone <laughs> set those as my favorites. And next thing I know, I'm reading about how Tom Cruise is probably going to leave Scientology in Star Magazine. I don't know if that's true or not. And then also Diet Secrets that you have to read. And I quote the intro to the article, consider it your summer reading. And then it brought me back to like pretty negative magazine experiences. But did you know that um, Rihanna guzzles H2O exclamation point? And that Rihanna's favorite body is Jessica Alba's. Well, you mean they have the same well? body or her favorite body is <laughs> Jessica Alba's body? <laughs> Just... It was a really confusing caption. They both have the same How did anybody body? glean that intel? Was someone talking to her and they were just like, you know, I have to ask. Who's your, who has your favorite who, body? Who's your favorite body? And by the way, how much H2O do you guzzle? Guzzle. Because I'm going to make a little icon right. of a scale. And what are some of your other favorite elements, Rihanna? Thanks so much. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, you can all. Oh, but I also was able to look at Bon Appetit and uh, see if they ran my story, which they did. And there's tons of other magazines. It's awesome. They have top titles for all interests. They have tons of content, and it's an incredible value. One subscription gets you so many magazines for as little as ten dollars a month, and you can use it on up to five devices. It's easy to share with others. Um, to get your free thirty day trial at nextissue.com/rosen. Again, get your free thirty day trial at nextissue.com/rosen now and read up way up on all your interests. Nextissue.com/rosen. Okay, so okay. <laughs> Greg, before we started, you looked at what's sitting in my cup, my plastic cup that has fish painted on it and a flower and a leaf, and you asked, what is that? Uh, what that is, is a splash of diet soda with water. And I think I've mentioned, I know I've mentioned that I'm going to a personal trainer now, and one of his things is that you should drink water. And one of his things. <laughs> well, it's also he has weird thing, thing. This weird like training thing. That's you got to trust me on this one. Yeah, hydrate. Well, water can yeah. suck a dick. I don't like it that much. <laughs> that, yeah. It's flavorless and sinks into toilets if only and it could. bathrooms. <laughs> can you imagine how awesome that would be if you could get a blowjob from water? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> be the fucking best. Right. You come home one day, you're like, honey, I have some horrible news. Now I know why you like surfing so much. <laughs> oh, it's great. I'm oh, sorry, Allison. So what's in the Anyway, cup? though. So he has a podcast and he asked me to be on his podcast because naturally I'm an inspiration to, to fit people everywhere uh, or people who aren't fit, <laughs> who are beginning to try to get fit. So anyway, first of all, before going, and I'd never been to his apartment. I was like, I wonder if there's any furniture there. Is buying that one? <laughs> Daniel, come on. Seriously. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. So then what happened? Anyway, as I imagined, he rolled out an exercise ball for me to sit on. Is that not perfect? It is perfect. Yes. Okay. And then, you know what? I'm tired of this story. Anyway, it's, it's soda Wait, with water. I want to know what happens on a, on a, I want to call him a, on a trainer's podcast. Like, what's a sample question that a trainer would ask you? It's all on a about podcast? inspiration to, um, be the best you that you can be. Yeah, it's that's exactly what it is. Yeah. What like Just what's a, a sample question like how are you what makes you feel alive or something? No, it was like talk about what your experience with you training. know training has been so far and what brought you to to that point and you know how does that feel and that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Okay. Cool. But wait, so is that supposed to be like in lieu of a Diet Coke? Well, so anyway. <laughs> What's going on? Let's circle back on that one. There was a story, yeah. but I jumped ship 
I know the story. You, uh, no, you, you could... don't know the story, actually. You don't know the full story. Here's the thing. Here's a secret between me, you guys, all the listeners, and everyone but the trainer. And if he ever listens, I'm fucked. Um, I'm, I'm doing a no carb thing. He's not in favor of that because he's in favor of the right carbs. Uh, and he's also not in favor of me keeping secrets from him regarding like my diet and all that. So this is all a bad, it would be a bad thing if he knew. So no one tell him, please. You he- sound like a battered woman. Like, <laughs> what is going on? The trust is ruined. Honey, boundary. <laughs> I know. It's okay. I do it too. So anyway, though, you know what it is? It's that I'm getting so much positive feedback on like just listening to everything he tells me to do and doing yeah. it. And there's part of me that's like, is that really a great quality to be reinforcing this sort of like, I'm just listening and doing everything you tell me robot thing? <laughs> anyway, please, no one tell him this podcast exists. <laughs> anyway, though, so I got there and there was a glass of water, but it had a little bit of color in it. And it was like for it was for me. And I said, what is that? And he said, it's water with a little something in it. And <laughs> so, okay, let's just reset. <laughs> Wait a minute. So your trainer's like, "Can you come over tonight?" And then you get it there, and the, the first daytime. thing he says to you is, "Here's some water with something in it," and you just reach for that and give it a swig. Well, and I'm gonna put on my favorite Bill Cosby album. <laughs> while listening. Uh, no, I knew it was some sort of like vitamin water situation, and he said it has a splash of vitamin water in it. But then. I was like, uh-oh, here's where the whole carb thing comes out because I, if this has sugar in it, I'm not going to drink it. But then, you know what? I wish I hadn't told the story because it's not going anywhere. It turned out it was, it was Wait, vitamin water zero. The listeners zero. love hearing about your carbs and, no, and the non-carbs. <laughs> I'm just so confused about why the soda's in so the water. So anyway. <laughs> That's why I want to know that. Stay focused. <laughs> Who are you saying that to? Me? You. I'm, still, I'm talking to you. Yeah. Anyway, to I realized, though, that actually... If the water does have a splash of something in it, it makes it so much easier to drink. For example, when I had the water there with the vitamin water with zero carbs in it, it was much easier to drink. So now, in an effort to try to drink more water, I am putting a splash of bourbon and milk in mine. Not really. It's neither of those things. Is anyway, it- I once again, I do wish I hadn't started this story. I'm sorry. I'm, I would like to apologize. One time when my sister was on her period, my father ate her biscuits. <laughs> Should we move on? Well, now you've he's been over. You've been over to his house. Yeah. Just talk, let's just is, talk about this for two hours. Is oh, he going to come over here? He'll just ram some apples up my butt. <laughs> I don't want them. <laughs> That is Perhaps someday out. he'll be a guest on this podcast. I don't know. I feel like... What's I, his name? Tom. Does he have those like weird calves that sometimes you see a dude has in the market? Oh, I don't think they, so. They have I mean, those the real... Daniel sees him now, too. calf. Yeah, that like, fucking so shit flexed. freaks me out. You yeah. know what I'm talking about? I think it's yeah. really gross. Yeah. Where like you can see their sinew. Some dudes yeah. are so into calves. No, but well, that's like, the look. They're go- yes, exactly. I think his so, calves are still part of his leg. They aren't sitting on top of it. Right. Oh, that grosses me out. It's really... All right, yeah. So that would happen. That's it. <laughs> we moved on with the show. <laughs> uh, and I'm sitting here regretting that story. Right. Isn't there already water in soda? <laughs> well, yeah. If you That's, continue uh, adding flavor, it gets more and more palatable until it becomes Just the soda, soda. that you were drinking yeah. with a drop of water in it. Right. You know what? I'm only going to stick with the water thing for a little while longer, and then I'm going back to soda. I'm convinced they're kind Trust of the me, same I know for that. you. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I was running out of soda. That's what happened. <laughs> I had That's to do something. Real. I had to make it last dilute longer. what you had. That's right. Um, we have a Daniel quiz. What? 
That's Hey-o. right. We do. But first, but first, but first, I want to tell you guys about Casper Bed. Speaking of sleeping as soundly as Daniel was trying to, except that I kept waking him up to talk about toothbrushes. Mm. Because we have a very, very exciting marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys are probably familiar with Casper. <laughs> they have cut out the middleman. And they awesome. sell. Yeah, they sell high-quality premium mattresses for a fraction of the price. They're the, are they the You're Killing Me Larry guys? No. No. no I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I know what the fuck I know. Are. Yeah. But here's the thing. If you tried to, if you, as you know, if you've tried to purchase a mattress, you end up at a store. You it's lay on mattresses for... You know, however long you think will approximate some feeling of what the mattress is like, and then you end up spending thousands of dollars. And there's so much upsell. The mattress industry has forced consumers into paying notoriously high markups. But Casper is a company that's revolutionizing the mattress industry because they cut the cost of dealing with resellers and showrooms, and they pass the savings directly onto you. And the mattresses have just the right sink and the right bounce. They're latex foam and memory foam, so two technologies that come together. There's a risk-free trial and return policy. If you try sleeping on a Casper for a hundred days free delivery and then there's painless returns the mattresses are made in america really affordable really high quality it's 500 for a twin size mattress 950 for a king size mattress um and special offer for you guys get 50 dollars towards any mattress purchase by visiting www.casper.com slash best friend and using the promo code best friend so again that's casper.com slash best friend promo code best friend terms and conditions apply I think you'll find they're super comfortable and, and you get a it really, really good, is it really is great. Yes. They sh- they ship it to you and it's all condensed into this box and it's fun to unbox. It, and yeah, it's a really, special tool for unboxing. Yeah, and it's, it's cool. a really good mattress too. So All right. I think it's time for the quiz. Oh, what's that? We have a song. And from Tucson, Arizona. Trap Dog original. Thank you, Trap Dog. Dog. He has a cold, but he managed to get that out. By the way, I handed everyone scrap paper, which is just like stuff that old notes and things oh, and everyone has opened them up and reading them no this yeah, is like, was vegetable this paper- drawer <laughs> those are my bon appetit questions that i ask people oh shit i actually thought these were the questions <laughs> yeah. and i was like yeah. i don't know who daniel's dream dinner party guest is. <laughs> this is gonna be that impossible my- what if the questions on the daniel quiz is any tips <laughs> how the fuck <laughs> am i supposed right to answer, answer that no, those, those, right are, answer, those are notes for when i interview people for bon appetit so mm. apparently i'm supposed to do a blue apron read now <laughs> no these are just pieces <laughs> no? of paper what is my take on vegans <laughs> no it's what's mine <laughs> all right so who... Al, can i ask you a question yes do you have a spice cabinet <laughs> and if so what's in it in our new house we do oh, it's a do? special cabinet right next to the, the oven. party pantry yeah <laughs> okay sorry let's do the um place. all right who's gonna keep score will it be al because he loves doing that <laughs> i'll keep score <laughs> <laughs> he's opening uh microsoft excel right now <laughs> 
You got this, man. Okay, so I guess I'll get going here. <laughs> we'll see how good this is. <clears throat> Number one, for fun on a Friday. Okay, so I grew up in Tucson. Everyone know that? Yeah, okay. For fun <laughs> on a Friday or Saturday night, Daniel's family would often do this. A, go to the drive-in. B, go to downtown arts district. C, make popcorn and watch horror movies. D, go to the swap meet. Or E, nothing. What would we do on a Friday or Saturday night? Is this something that you've discussed on the show? I, tr- I'm trying to work Find within the creases of what know. Allison would not know about me. So oh. I'm really, I'm really plumbing. So this means no one, no one knows about this. <laughs> there, any yeah, of these things. Trying to Shoot. find. Let's see if this is any of this is fun. Okay. Well, I have answer? my answer. Does okay. everyone have their yeah, answer? Let's do it. Okay. I said. Wait. Now, how do we all say our answers, and then Daniel says what the actual answer is? How do you we go it? around and okay. each person says? What yeah, I'll do it last. You should start. I said B, but I forget what that is. That is uh, go to the arts district downtown. Ooh. I said C, popcorn and horror movies. Mm. I said D, you and your family would swap meat. Mm-hmm. C, movies. Mm-hmm. B. Well, Greg knows me better than my wife on this one <laughs> because we would go to the swap meet. I thought there were horror movies. I thought you'd rent a VCR from Blockbuster and watch we horror movies. We would not movie. watch them together. That oh. was a trick. Oh, thanks uh, a lot. Yeah, yeah. Great. So, right. Greg, the only point. Uh, yes. Way point, to go. point teller. Okay. Speaking of horror movies. <laughs> the answers are not written on there, are they? The I'm answers are on look. here, but you wouldn't know what they okay. are. Cause oh, okay, good. His mom and stepdad would rent horror movies, which he could hear clearly in the bedroom of their tiny house. After watching The Howling, he pulled his first all-nighter so as not to get eaten by a werewolf. He passed the time doing which of the following? A, completing puzzles. B, reading Peanuts books. C, drawing pictures of dragons. D, watching TV with the sound off. Or E, staring nervously at the closet door. One more time with the answers, please. (laughs) What would he do to stay awake? Completing puzzles, reading Peanuts books, drawing pictures of dragons, watching TV with the sound off, or staring at the closet door. There's a lot of uh, options in your quiz. Yeah, I don't like having E. You know, they do this thing. I thought that there were E's. I found out (laughs) right before we started recording, there were only D's. (laughs) So I'm It's a lot to keep track of, man. It really is. I, that's my mistake, everyone. That's Maybe okay. I'll, I'll pare it down. Going you, they do this shit on Jeopardy sometimes where the, the category will be like ancient Greece. And then the question will be like, during the Peloponnesian War, Sisyphus did what to Marcus using the letter Epsilon? What does Epsilon mean? Yeah. And it's sort of like, you should have just fucking, what is the first part of the question for? You know, you should have said, what does Epsilon mean? Because really this question is, what did you do at night? To stay awake, right? It's mm-hmm. not. Would you say that this answer is relevant to the howling? Yes, Daniel. Uh, I think, fuck, you, I think I you're doing great. Right. I do I too. Want, I, want you to I know do that. too. It's excellent. <laughs> yeah, I really right. just wanted to bitch about Jeopardy for a second. They shouldn't do that shit. It's like the category. <laughs> I know it's a trick you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I do. Okay. Don't so, die. Okay, <laughs> I said E. Okay, Allison. I said B. Peanuts. Even though I think it's wrong. Mm-hmm. And what does that have to do with the howling? Well, we well, not be scared. We find out. Okay, I said C. Dragons. I said D. D, watching TV. C, dragons. It was reading Peanuts books <gasps> oh, to soothe I do the horrible you. images in my head, and I would draw little farts out of their butts. <laughs> so, yep. Can Point we tell Allison. them what? my favorite thing you say after you fart? <laughs> we already... 
told no, we did. That. We didn't. We talked about how your dream to oh, burp and oh, fart at the same time. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, we can come back to it. No, 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 no. Well, I started as a joke. Okay, all right, all right. No, no. So the baby talk is one of my least favorite things in the world. Yeah, it's and disgusting. So, it's awful. So, like, <laughs> we're in traffic one day, and I just thought it'd be funny to go, we were stuck in traffic. <laughs> just because it's the most horrible thing yeah, you could do. Yeah, do that yet. Right? Yes. They're awful. Yeah, so I I farted and I just turned around. And go, I farted, and she just thinks that's the funniest thing. Anyway, well, because one on. day I received a text. He was in the bathroom, and I got a text that said I F A W T E D. It's really uh, I, uh, this is the kind it's of why stuff, I love you. This yeah. is the kind of stuff I uh, hoped would not happen. <laughs> being on a podcast. Okay, okay, number three. At the tender age of ten, the angel voiced Daniel. Sang live on national television. Which show was he on? Was it uh, the Today Show, the Lawrence Welk Show? You gotta say A, B, C, D. Oh, sorry. B, the Lawrence Welk Show. C, Elizabeth Taylor's 60th birthday special. Or D, Good Morning America. Oh, I know what the red what? herring is. There's a red herring in there. Live television show. Did the angel voice... <laughs> An angel-haired Daniels. Angel-haired? Yeah. Well, I'm assuming... <laughs> Did you have a lot of pasta hair. on your head? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Jeff. I, I said A. The Today Show? Okay. I also said A, the Today Show. Mm-hmm. Greg? I said D because I thought A was the red herring for D. It might okay. be. Okay. Moss? I said B. B, the Lawrence Welk Show. I just a. threw it out there. <laughs> A. The answer is D. Good morning, America. Wow, you were right, Greg. Jeez. Greg's mm-hmm. winning so far, right? Wow. Greg is on <clears throat> with two, Allison one, and everyone else is zero. Wow. Wait, I you must have known that answer, Allison Rosen. Well, I got it wrong though. Right, but Daniel I has knew- told you the story before, right? Yes. But it's hard to tell the difference between Good Morning America and today, even now. That's why I had oh, to put yeah. that in there because right. Allison, I didn't know if she knew. Which well, one has Hoda Kotobe in it? That's the Today Show. Today Show. Hoda okay. Kotb? Whatever. That's it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, here's a math question. You can do your work on the paper. <laughs> as we have a to child, show our work? As afterwards? a child, Daniel would go to camp for seven days every summer. During that seven days, he would go number two this many times. <laughs> a, once. C, or B, thrice. D sense, which is seven times, <laughs> or D never. Sorry, I switched this up a little bit. So A once, B thrice, C sense, or D never. Well, this is easy. It's seven times two because you're going number two, right? Am I am I following the math? You have correctly? to carry the one. Okay, yeah. So, so everybody, I actually wrote down seven times two on my paper. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Jeff. I said once. Once. I said also, never. D, never. never. I also said D, never. Moss. Once. Once. D, never. The answer is never. We had that <laughs> in common. I didn't I go when I was not summer camp go either. in a fucking outhouse because spiders will crawl into you your anus. Be Kaibo, huh? My fear, too. That's, That's like what a... happens. It, don't you know? Oof. But I didn't even know you went to summer camp. Mm-hmm. What, what kind of camp was it? It was a boys' chorus camp. <laughs> <laughs> That's such an awesome autobiography. Uh, Can't poop at chorus camp. Yes, yes. The story of Daniel Quantz. There's like, that is, it's good. There's like fat camp, art camp, band camp, and then anal retentive camp. 
<laughs> Man, I was so impacted by the end of that week. Holy shit. I was really this impacted is... by summer camp. Not in the way you think. But let me tell you, it was a nonstop fart parade because, you know, Just farting a lot right? will actually help you not poop. It, it like yeah, releases, you can that. really like get it anyway. I can't believe you can go seven days. It's seven amazing. days without pooping. That's I think crazy. that's how much I was afraid. Of that happened those to me too when I was at camp. I feel like as a child you can do that. As an adult, not so. Oh, much. I could never <laughs> do it now. I, I haven't never. gone seven days with, without talking about. <laughs> I was seven, sort of seven hours without pooping is a stretch. Sometimes I, when I wake up from sleeping, I immediately have to poop. I'm pooping right now. <laughs> like the way Joey Chestnut has an expanded stomach. <laughs> when you got home from, I have more questions. When you got home from camp, oh man, did you just immediately take like a hundred shits as soon as you got home, or like one long one shit that was a yeah, hundred session on the toilet? Sometimes yeah. this crazy things happens if you hold a bunch of shits in. This is going to be NSFW coming up. NSFW, where you can see. The different shits, like oh, like annual rings. No, I mean like you can say like, oh, I had so many shits in me that were different <laughs> shits that when they come out, you could be like, oh, that shit was three shits. Okay, Daniel. Next question. There's a lot Wait, of are you talking about? Are you talking about? You actually see like where one shit ends and another one. Yeah, begins? because about quantity shits are like snowflakes, right? They're all no, unique. It's like, it's like an archaeological dig where they can that look at deep. the sediment and say, oh, well, this was the Etruscan right. period. This was your Mesozoic yeah. shit yeah, and exactly. your Paleozoic Yeah, shit. I would relive the seven days in camp and be like, oh, yeah, we had pancakes that morning. It's like cutting a tree and barbecue night. Well, that's what, that's I, what that's you were what saying. saying. Thank yes. you. Thank you, Al. Yes. You're welcome. You're someone Al's listening, listening yeah. to me. Dramatic you. Fine. Okay. While staying with his grandparents one summer. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Daniel watched the same movie about a dozen times on HBO. This movie warped his notion of how to attract women for many years to come. Was that movie A, Porky's, B, Weird Science, C, Grease 2, or D, Revenge of the Nerds? Which movie warped his sense of how to attract women? Porky's, Weird Science, Grease 2, or Revenge of the Nerds? It's a tough one. It is tough. They're all so watch at your grandmas, aren't they? I think there's a hint in here about the the time. I think Porky's wouldn't have been a big run at this time. Yeah, listen, you don't want to make it too easy for your opponents there, Jeff. Mm. I do. We everybody all rising tide lifts all ships. <laughs> um, okay. Are we ready? Jeff. I say D. Revenge of the Nerds? I said B, Weird Science. Weird Science? I said Weird Science. Weird Science? Weird Science. B, Weird Science. Well, this was a trick because I did watch Weird Science seven times in a row, but the answer is Grease 2. Oh, wow. See? I didn't see that coming at all. You didn't see that that one coming. That's Adrian Zmed, right? (laughs) I don't know. The, well, listen, if you've if, has everyone seen Grease Two? No, I have no two people who have ever seen that movie, which is why I was like, that surely cannot times. be Grease Two. So um, the boy in that one is the one who has to change, and Michelle Pfeiffer says that she can't be attracted to him because he's a smart guy, but she what she wants is a cool writer. And so he he has to become he has to become a, a leather jacket wearing motorcycle cool guy. Is that what you did? A bad boy with fire in his eyes and tight leather pants. And I thought that's what women want. They want a brooding cool guy. We do. Adrian's med. No, it's Adrian's med. What you don't want 
is Anthony Michael Hall trying to look like a brooding cool guy. It would have been so awesome if the answer was Porky's and the thing that you got to do was just stick in your dick in a shower glory hole style. <laughs> that would have been an awesome thing if you were like, I realized women wanted me to put my penis through a shower stall. So, next question. <laughs> Which of the following was not one of Daniel's failed strategies to win a girl's heart? One, or A... <laughs> Uh, writing a poem about how beautiful she is. B, intense brooding. C, the cold call. Or D, (laughs) helping her find an apartment. (laughs) Is it which one? Did not. Did you not? Was not a failed attempt. Oh, Oh, I know. That was it. I know. I did a double reverse on that. So they are all failed attempts. Except except for one. one. Oh, now you need to repeat the answers. Oh, yeah, cool game. Okay, sorry. Uh, Thank you. That helped, actually. I appreciate that. Actually, I'm going to read uh, five, just because I like the first one. Uh, a, taking a fencing class. B, writing a poem about how beautiful she is. C, intense brooding. D, the cold call. Or E, helping her find an apartment. So one of these worked. One worked. The others failed spectacularly. Tricky. Okay, Jeff. I said D. The cold call. Allison. Oh wait, yeah. Oh. The letters. Which, the letters change. I changed the. the I changed the letters. Yeah, Just the letters tell me what. Call. Sorry. Changed. I'm sorry. That I, is that very is. confusing. What? what would Alex Trebek do? He would not do I'm that. Not getting, uh, um, well, I say epsilon finding an apartment. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I say D. D. The cold call? Yes. You, what you're suggesting is the cold call was effective. Yes, I believe okay. the cold yeah. call was effective. Okay. Well, D. Uh, C. Intense, intense brooding. Intense brooding did not work. <laughs> no, the answer is finding an apartment. Yeah, I, I had a... I, that, I thought everyone that was, knew that story. That's what I wanted to do. No. That's how I found Allison. That's how I got Allison. So. Okay. We looked for an apartment. Sorry, yeah. I know. That was um, I Maybe didn't know you took a fencing one. class. Yes, I, I took a fencing class in order to woo a girl. And uh, the problem there was uh, I had never shopped myself for a cup at a sporting goods store. <laughs> and I think my cup was like two sizes too big. I looked like Henry VIII with a giant cod piece. It got <laughs> it all was, clockwork orange up in really there. It really was not a good look when you're trying to... When you're trying to um, you know, attract. So you're saying she was bumping at a huge dick. I don't understand. Why is that not a good look? It was, uh, it was just like little me with a huge cod piece. (laughs) (laughs) So anyway, okay, fair enough. Seven point. Okay. Where did Daniel take a puff on his very first cigarette? Was it in a desert lot with some random kid from the neighborhood? B in a parking garage at USC. C, in a VW van crowded with the feral children of artists his mom and stepdad were partying with, or D, at a high school party with a girl he had a crush on. Where did I have my first cigarette? <laughs> this, one, this one's also tricky because there was a lot of letters. It was like B, U, S, C, D, in a VW. <laughs> in the desert, in a parking garage, in a VW van, or at a high school party. I said... Do we have our answers? Go oh, yeah. for it. I said D. I also Party. said D. Party. I said parking garage B. Okay. Malls? C. E W. C. 
It was a VW van. Oh, wow. That's right. I know smoking. (laughs) (laughs) It was very exciting. All right. What was the first album Daniel ever purchased on cassette tape? I'm going to give five answers. Was it A, Purple Rain? No, I'll give it uh, four. B, Thriller by Michael Jackson. C, Cargo by Men at Work. Or D, Kenny Rogers' Greatest Hits. What cassette tape was the first one I... <laughs> Quizzes are so... The whispering, the re-whispering the question is such a yeah. mandatory part of any quiz. Mm-hmm. You really... And Dana, do you want where you really own the question now? <clears throat> what? No, 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 no. The whisper part. The oh. whisper. You, you got the music has to keep playing, Jeff? I'm just going to produce on the fly here. Was it A, Purple Rain? <laughs> B, Thriller by Michael Jackson. <laughs> B, Cargo by Men at Work. Or D, Kenny Rogers' Greatest Hits. Jeff. All right, I say A. A, Purple Rain. I said D, Kenny Rogers. I said C, Cargo. I oh. said A. Oh. D, Rain. Kenny Rogers. Well, D. Kenny Rogers was the first eight track I oh. ever purchased. Ouch. But C. Cargo by Men at Work is the answer. I he- knew the answer was C because it's a very specific Men at Work reference. <laughs> and it's, I just felt like it was too specific to be yeah. a misdirect. Smart. Oh, it's see, funny. I thought it was funny, an outlier. I wasn't That's wondering how you got it right. right? Yeah. <laughs> Mine was Bon Jovi's Slippery When Wet. All right. Um... Thank you for caring, Al. <laughs> <laughs> Limited acknowledgement of Alice's first cassette. Bon Jovi. Yes, 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 yes. One of the following would not be included in Daniel's list of favorite movies. Is it A, Goodfellas, B, McCabe and Mrs. Miller, C, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, D, The Thin Red Line, or E, The Empire Strikes Back? What is not one of Daniel's favorite whisper, movies? Whisper, whisper, Is it Goodfellas, McCabe and Mrs. Miller, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, The Thin Red Line, or The Empire Strikes Back? Jeff. I said D. Thin Red Line. Allison? I said A. A, Goodfellas. Greg? Wait, what was C? Eternal Sunshine. I said C. Well, I said C as well. Um, I said C. The answer is Goodfellas. Yes! What? It's all right. It's good, but whatever. All right. I think this should be... This is number 10. So okay, so this the is last it. last one, yeah. Molly, did you say C because you thought that everybody... That it was a reactionary misdirect? Um, No, I said C because... I mean, I guess so, yeah. Right, okay. That could be why. That could be why. I just... It didn't feel honest to me. Right. I didn't get an honest vibe from C. Interesting. Maybe for I don't the like record, it. did you guys not like that? I don't have to watch it again. <laughs> my vibes might be off though. Like yeah. I don't know. You know. All right. I, I like that movie. It's I not like one of my favorite. Movies. Which one? Eternal, Eternal Sunshine. Sunshine. Yeah. Greg, um, Greg has four points. Allison has four points. Ooh. Molly one. Alan two. Jeff zero. <laughs> okay. Wow. This is the tiebreaker. This, this, this is for whoever gets to uh, go to bed with me tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I will get it correct. <laughs> While working at Propaganda Films, Daniel rewrote the director's proposal, which eventually became the music video for which of the following songs? Was it A, Today by Smashing Pumpkins? B, Are You Gonna Go My Way by Lenny Kravitz? C, I Would Do Anything for Love, But I Won't Do That by Meatloaf? 
D if by Janet Jackson. Was it today by Smashing Pumpkins? <laughs> Wait, how old were you when you did this? That's exactly what I was trying to figure 21, out. 21, 20. Okay. Daniel, one more time, whisper I'm the old. answers. I'm an old man. Was it today by Smashing Pumpkins? Are you going to go my way by Lenny Kravitz? I would do anything for love, but I won't do that by Meatloaf or If by Janet Jackson. Jeff. I said A. Allison. I also said A. Greg. I said A. I said B. But I, want- I wanted it to be A. Yep. Yeah, I'm B as well. <laughs> the answer is A today by Smashing Pumpkins. All right. We got to do another one. It's a tiebreaker. Look at this. Sorry. Oh, Dan. my God. Okay. <laughs> Daniel wrote the first six issues of an all ages Spider Man comic. The second issue had a distribution of how many copies? Was it less than 100,000? B, between 100,000 and 500,000. D, between 500,000 and 2 million or more than 2 million? What? I know. Listen, I did this at work for fuck's sake. <laughs> um, Are only I, Allison and I playing? Yes, at this point, because we're trying to break the tie. Okay, so you made a thing and this. I could do thing. another one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that sucked. Yeah. No, I didn't. I just was it confused. Sucks. No, no, I can take it. it. Okay. It sucked. <laughs> Daniel decided to go to film school after seeing which movie on TV was it? A, The Godfather. B, Apocalypse Now. C, Citizen Kane. Or D, The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly. I got it. I have a guess. No one cares about any of this shit. <laughs> Wait, which one was Porky's? <laughs> I know it. Allison, what was your guess? Uh, my guess is A, Godfather. My okay. guess is B, Apocalypse Now. Ooh. It was good, the bad, and the ugly. We're just going to have to double team him, Allison. Okay. We're just going to have to double team him. That's fine. Yeah, Wendy's fine. in there, too. There's enough of him to go around. Um, What's the answer to the Batman one? Is it number two? It has to be less than 100,000, right? Is it a hundred? I mean, Spider-Man. Oh, it was, it was more than uh, two million. Oh, I would have gotten that one wow. wrong, too. Really? That's right. Wow. Player, I think. <laughs> so I guess we both know him equally well. Yeah. Um, congrats. Good job. I just want to apologize to the listeners. <laughs> Don't apologize. Or, or do, you know, whatever. The listeners just learned a lot about you, Daniel. And yes. that's the important part. That was, And, and finally, mm. I am a winner, even if I'm sharing that. With I tried to throw you off, too. I know. It worked well. Let's do iTunes Comment of the Week. Allison wants your iTunes comments. Allison wants them. Yes, she does. Please leave her some iTunes comments. And don't forget to click five stars. All right. This is from Katya Von Cook. Headline, I love you, dear Allison and gang. I love you dearly. My boyfriend got me listening to ACS back in 2012, thought you were so funny, and also thought you said many funny things while the boys were talking and thought, hey, Allison just said something really funny. Acknowledge her. What are you, a woman? Luckily enough, I started listening to your show where you are always acknowledged. Well, until today. I'm addicted. I went back to listen to older shows just to get more. I talk along with the show sometimes, wishing I was in the room. I scored amazing on the Allison test, by the way, and hope you add another day of podcasting. Thank you for making my get ready time in the morning so fun. And I've started a Just Me or Everyone hour at the tap room where I work, where we all contribute Just Me or Everyone. It's hilarious. Greg can come drink for free if he is ever out here. Hang on one second because there's a situation happening. In where my do you lap. live? Where does she 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 I live? Don't, I don't actually know. Sorry about okay. that. Okay. Lap situation right. solved. Uh, let's see. Uh, Greg can come Greg, drink. Greg, get out of her lap. She's <laughs> trying to read. Uh, 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 uh. 
Let's see. Greg can come drink for free if he is ever out here. Also, just me or everyone. Started listening to ARIYMBF and took a while to realize what JMO meant. I was like, what the hell is a JMO? Just get to the just me or everyone's already. <laughs> P.S. <laughs> Keep Greg, for the love of God. He is hilarious. He is like your cool Californian Al Pacino. I'm a Californian in New Mexico. That's where she is. And I love uh-huh. hearing his California talk. Thanks, you guys. Sorry for the long comment, but you are all amazing personalities. Thank you so much. Thank you for your super nice iTunes comment of the week. That is very sweet. Greg, and there could you... were bets just everywhere and it was just got the digis and just game. <laughs> I was going to say, could you respond to her in bro speak? But I feel like you already did. What is her name? Katya. Um, Sick, that'd be a call. Sitcom Cots. Really? <laughs> <laughs> if I'm ever out in the New Mex, I'll fucking hit you up. We'll grab Rona's with a cold limon. <laughs> <laughs> there have been so many requests for various segments that you do in that voice. Someday we'll do them. Like right. you reading comments or you doing the news or... Okay, fine. People will get know. sick of that shit so fast. I don't think so. You don't think I don't so? know. It's like my favorite thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If yeah. They yeah. Did That's get kind s- of why I'm here. <laughs> if they got sick of it, but in, if they were sick of it in, in surfer lingo, what would that sound like? Can I just tell you that I, I sometimes what I do in the water when I'm surfing is I paddle up to clusters of guys and I just sit there to listen to them talk because it's so fascinating. And every time I do it, I'm like, there, there's no way it's going to happen again, mm-hmm. but it keeps happening and keeps happening. And two or three days ago, I paddled up to this cluster of guys who I knew were going to be a gold mine. And I was just sitting next to him and one guy literally was like, fucking Jeff, dude, guy's such fag. I called him yesterday and I was like, I know it's going to be good in the morning. He was like, I got to go to work. And I was like, work can suck a dick, bro. And sure enough, it's fucking game on right now. And I was like right next to them and they were saying like, they would just kept saying fag and fag and fag and talking about their friend who had a job. <laughs> and it seems like it's fake. Like it's almost like before everyone paddles out, someone's like, here are your sides, here are your sides. You're playing a surfer, here are your sides go heavy on the accent but it's totally real it's totally real it's weird it's so weird did you have some did some something happen to you with an rv or something on your street (laughs) Uh, i don't mean to sound like comics unleashed you just mentioned that there was thank you byron allen you know something didn't happen to me on the street (laughs) there was a little bit on uh i have i have had a lot of conflicts with a couple with a specific rv driver on my street and i'm really upset here's the thing i actually wanted to talk about this so give me a second if you don't mind I have a thing where like I don't I don't like it when people get to break the rules and I feel like in some ways like it's I don't care that the RV is on the street. I care that he's brazen enough to break the law and do it. That's yeah. that's a thing. Um so yeah, I I've called the cops like a hundred times on the dude, but I'm sure he's some like totally nice guy who needs a place to live. <laughs> but I I'm mad that he gets to do it. Does that make sense? Yes. Do you have Do you have that at all? No. Because <laughs> like I respect people that don't. I I respect that. Well, right, but like if you're driving, Molly, and somebody, do you know what a curb sneak is? Yeah, I listen to the show. I have no problem with that, and actually, I'd be terrified if you were ahead of me doing that. Why w- <laughs> would you do that? I'd literally call the police. Like I'd call the police. But you would be you would be calling the police and say I'm breaking the law and I'm mad at a guy. No. Right? It just it seems like I would that would seem aggressive and it would I would be afraid of how aggressive that driving is. But why do you get to curb sneak? Well, I just don't know if I do that, but I think that yeah, I don't know. I don't know because I want to. Well, that's why. What <laughs> that's is why. curb sneaking? I don't I'm break- not aware of what this is because I'm like not pulling from to the right of traffic so you can like. 
It's when three, when there's two cars and there's two lanes and somebody pretends like they're going to make a right, but in fact, what they're doing is they're going to go straight. They just want to get in front of you. Oh, so they jump into the turn lane. Yeah, they jump into the turn lane. How do you feel about that, Al? Uh, I do not like that. Would you enforce if somebody did it next to you? Meaning like uh, try to cut them off or whatever? Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, I have a little bit of rage in that uh, sense, but I drive a Prius, so you know everyone uh, hates me, so I'm okay with that. Okay, but here's my general thing with breaking rules because I think we all do it once in a while, and so you just have to be okay with it. Like, that was that person's day to break that rule. They're probably not also like, you know, parking their RV on your street, stealing donuts from 7 Eleven or whatever, whatever it is that people might do in a moment. I stole a painting from a bathroom recently. I haven't done anything. <laughs> I haven't done Who's anything bathroom? else. Um, uh, Cafe that I don't want to say because okay. I still go in there and I just I can't. Um, you I don't just love the know painting. <laughs> I just loved it and also I like to see if I can get away with things sometimes. How and big so, was the painting? Um, like eight by eleven. Like it was like about a piece of paper. Okay, size. All eight right. feet by eleven feet. Yeah, <laughs> it's a mural. It was, uh, Throw it, it out the window. Size, can I yes. say something, Molly? Like I don't give a shit about that. That doesn't. I wouldn't think twice about that. If you told me, like, if I was there and I watched you steal the painting, I don't care. I care about violations that happen in a shared space. That's you breaking the law. I do shit like I, I haven't like recently done any like theft from anywhere, but I, I've done that kind of shit many times. But there's something to me egregious about it when we're in a shared space. We have like that's what the social contract is. Okay, but like I hate people that bring McDonald's on the plane because then the entire plane yeah. smells like. I think it's the rudest you thing you that. can so, do. Yeah. But there have been times, actually one time in particular, I was very, very, very hungry and I had a sandwich that did not smell great, but I had to bring it on the plane (laughs) because I was like, fucked. I was super hungry. I think I might have even been going to Europe. It's a 13 hour flight. Hungry? No thanks. (laughs) So sometimes you just have to be the asshole and own it, but at least you know. I brought a Tupperware of farts on the plane. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Did anyone say anything to you? No. Right. What kind of sandwich was it? I think it was probably like ham and cheese, but it like okay. smelled crazy. Right. Did you, then later did they give you any food on the thirteen hour flight, or did they just totally rob you? The I whole slept time? through everything. You did. I took a bunch of pills. I actually, um, I took so many sleeping pills. You don't want to take those on an empty stomach. Yeah, I actually um, took. I my body woke itself up, and I had to go puke in the bathroom. Oh jeez, <laughs> maybe you do want to take so one on an empty wow. stomach. I almost OD'd on a flight to Europe. It's fine though. It was just I was nervous about flying, so I just took like three. I feel pretty confident though that like. <laughs> Maybe this is an owl question. This strikes me as an owl question. Owl, it's an owl question. If I enforce a curb sneak, because what I'll do is I'll nudge my car into that turn lane. Do you think there's even a slight chance, Molly can jump in here too, that that person I'll will think twice walk. about what they've done and maybe we consider doing it again? No, no, I think that, I, I don't know. I mean, it depends. No, they'll just be like, sorry, I know, yeah. I know that I wasn't no, no, included please, in this please, one, but I'm please. just going to insert myself. Because I'm so entrenched in my work right now, I like, I'm producing everything. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, I'm at the gas station, I'm like, now it's time for me to put the fucking gas in the car. I think that they're just going to be like, what a dick that guy was. Yes, There was absolutely. a total dick on the road. He needs to get himself in check, you know. But I'm how do you know yeah. that they're doing that? Because usually they'll have their turn signal like, I'm going to turn right. And then they go, psych, and they don't. I know where it happens, and I know when it ha- I know. I know. I'm wrong sometimes. Feeling. I'm wrong. What if they're trying to turn right, and you just block someone then I, from I, turning th- right? Then I'm a dick. Well, here's a question. If, <laughs> if it's egregious for them to do a curb sneak in your shared space, why is it okay for you to veer into their lane in the same shared space? Yeah, because you're, you're also breaking the law. 
Uh, Jeff, you let's do you just in, me or everyone. You weren't invited me back to saying I would totally call the police on you. You would? Yeah. That was so, why would you do that? That'd be really mean. Because I'd be like, there's a man aggressively you, blocking me from moving on with my I life. I think the cops would be like, please don't call again. We, <laughs> we, we have important things to figure out. I I, so like, I was uh, breaking the law and a guy cut me off. Yeah, see, I don't think it flies. But if you were really making, I, I don't want to come off like a really mean like guy. So maybe I now I feel like a dick. No, no, you know I think, uh, I think from being from outside of California, I was shocked at all of the hate that I received just for driving on the road. I feel I feel like <laughs> I'm just trying to get to work and people just flip you off for no reason. And you're like, wow, there's so much hate here, more than I felt in any. I've traveled almost every state in the country, been to other countries, and Southern California for some reason. Everybody hates me here. I don't know what the deal is. This is going to be a very um, L.A. sounding story. But yeah. when I – so before I, I moved back, I was flying back and forth a lot between New York and L.A. till I finally just moved back. And um, I went to – this is the part that's a obnoxious L.A. story. But I went to a meeting at – CAA or something. What? Um, yeah. CAA? That's an agency, it isn't is. it? And, yeah. I, and, and I'm not with them, but I was in the lobby there. But I had also been to comparable wait lobby waiting rooms in New York where they're just in high rises and they're normal. I mean, they're like opulent, but not like people say the CAA building looks like the Death Star or something. I mean, it's like this just white gleaming <laughs> eyesore. And I was sitting in the waiting room and I couldn't help but notice everyone in the ra- waiting room or the lobby, not waiting room seemed like such a self-important dick (laughs) and like i think i accidentally made eye contact with someone i smiled and he just sneered at me and he also at a certain point this one guy got up and left because they kept him waiting too long and i just like there's so much Mm -hmm. self-importance and anger in this little room in la versus in the comparable room in new york people are pretty normal i think that's kind of how the roads are in la like there's so much Mm -hmm. sunshine and balance and yoga and swiss shard but people are so angry here's 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 the the difference in new york there's no illusion about how many people you're having to interact with and share space with but in la because we're all in these capsules you're in your apartment then you're in your car then you're at your office that there's this illusion that you're alone but when in fact you're with millions of people so there's this sense you know in arizona everybody's an asshole on the road but that's just because everyone's used to a lot of space in la they think they should have that space but they shouldn't because there's too many people. There's also another thing here, Daniel. I think that's very astute Thank you. that so many of the people that are driving here, particularly in the commute hour between 930 and 1030, mm-hmm. work in entertainment. And people in entertainment have this weird thing that too. where they perceive that their busy is busier than other people's more busy, important. Yes. which is yes. fucking yes. dog shit. It's one right. of the things I really hate about what I do for a living when people are like, I am so busy. Meanwhile, like everybody is busy. Every nobody's busy is busier than anyone's else. We have like a real self-importance about our busy mm. where it's like, no, you don't understand. I fucking have to be there in 10 minutes. Yeah. And it's it's really frustrating. Yeah. Molly, you're nodding along. Yeah, I'm nodding. I just that was a really important lesson for me because I thought I was really busy and I was super vocal about it <laughs> right. for a really long time. And then right. one day my friend Jordan said to me, hey, Molly, everyone's busy. And I was like fuck man you're right i should stop saying that because it sounds like i have a like cu- camille grammar right i have a 
cousin, I have one cousin who's a, who does, who's a very successful television person and you would never know. You could spend a hundred hours with her. You would never know what she does. And she always says, Greg, everyone's busy and everyone's tired and nobody wants to hear about it. And I really believe that. I truly believe that because I'm just not going to validate that kind of behavior. <laughs> I'm a dick. That's a real just me or everyone. But first, uh, I don't know how you guys are when someone comes to you. I've talked about this before. This is a read, but it relates very closely to something I deal with, which is a while ago, I began feeling like if someone comes to the door and I'm home alone and I'm not expecting anyone, I don't want to answer the door. Um, so then I do that thing, though, where I try to get real quiet and pretend I'm not home. And then I feel like a real antisocial weirdo. So then I went through a phase of like, this is ridiculous. I'm going to answer the door like a human being. And every single time I answered it, I regretted answering it because it turned out to be a solicitor or some there's something sketchy or something that made me uncomfortable. So then I went back to I'm not going to answer it. And then I started missing deliveries from FedEx or UPS. The whole thing was a nightmare. So I was so excited when Ring.com signed on to be a sponsor on my show because what they are is it's a ring video doorbell so you can see and talk to anyone at your door from anywhere in the world so even if if you inst- it's like super quick to install and then you can see and talk to the people at your door never again will you miss your whatever and also i don't know if you guys knew this but over 95 percent of home break-ins happen during the day and they case the joint Wow. Yeah. So it actually is unsafe to answer the door if you don't know who it is. Uh, So you can see and talk to anyone at your door from anywhere in the world using your smartphone. Rings advanced motion detection alerts. Uh, Even if someone doesn't ring your your doorbell, the motion detection alerts you. Um, It's like caller ID for your home. And installing Ring takes minutes and it works with either your current wiring or a built-in rechargeable battery. And they have four different color options. You can get it the like to match your hardware. Um, and right now, my listeners, that's you guys, get the Ring video doorbell for only $174, which is $25 off the normal price. Go to ring.com slash Allison. Now, again, protect your home, have peace of mind with Ring. Go to ring.com slash Allison for $25 off. That's ring.com slash Allison. Okay, let's do Just Me or Everyone. Sometimes I ponder on something I all right greg has raised his hand and asked if he could pee and i said he could it was very polite he yeah. really was yeah, yeah it was very I second feel like, grade i feel like this show is more like college than high school or grammar school in that in college i felt so liberated over the like if i need to pee i just get up and go <laughs> versus go having to raise your hand mm-hmm. yeah uh, so we make him def- line up before he's allowed to leave too. So, <laughs> yeah, you know. exactly. Um, but what I was going to say, and we can have him comment on this when he gets back, is Greg has sort of cracked down on me a little bit over uh, allowing a lot of just me or everyone's into my just me or everyone pool, which are not truly just me or everyone's. They're sort of just errant thoughts. Mm. And he's got more of a stringent criteria over what now he doesn't actually have a say. I'm just allowing him to have a say. Mm-hmm. Uh, sure. More stringent criteria over what just me or everyone should be. But you know what? He's in the bathroom now. <laughs> Onward. Adri214 says, the new uh, KFC colonel is freaking creepy. I don't know if I know what he looks like. You mean like the live action I'm thinking colonel? of the king. Oh, he is uh, Daryl Hammond. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. I thought it was... He's the colonel guy now. Do you guys uh, think Hammond he's creepy? Is. 
Yeah. He is, but I feel like he's realistic. I feel like I felt As like he was putting it oh, on yeah. a little. If that cartoon face could be... talk, it would be Daryl Hammond. It's okay. cartoonish. Yeah. It's yeah. too much for me. It creeps it, me out. Yeah. Mm. But I think they're trying to do the the Burger King thing where it's like a little bit that creepy. That guy is creepy. It, the king is but creepy. But that was yeah. terrible. Yes, exactly. But it gets you talking. See, so you're talking like the, about him. Jack in sure. the Box <laughs> is creepy too. What's up with creepy fast food icons? Yeah. yeah. Um, did you hear anything I said? Yeah. Great. Is that true? <laughs> oh, I only Good heard the talk. last part about the creepy fast food no, icons. No, did you hear what I said about your thoughts about Just Mirror Everyone and how you are cracking down on the ones that aren't, that you don't feel are Just Mirror Everyone oh, caliber? Stop it. I'm going to turn into an enemy of the show. No, you're not. <laughs> I didn't hear anything you said because I was in another room peeing. I'm a dick. Thank <laughs> you, Jeff. But uh, yes. I'm just <laughs> letting them know that we may tighten up the segment a little bit. Or we may not. I don't know. You look I, so pained. I'm Am so, I doing that thing I'm where so I talk too because much? Because I like have these horrible uh, urges to produce stuff. No, this is and helping. I can't fight them. And then <laughs> every time they come out of my mouth, sometimes I'm looking at people and they're like, "Dude, nobody is asking what you think about this. Nobody cares like where you feel like we should stand when we're waiting for our coffee." And I'm always like, "But you're crowding the space where people are ordering. So if everyone moves over to this side, it'll be easier." I do that shit like like ten times a day. You know what? I feel like being married to you is probably being better than being married to a lawyer, though, because if someone lawyers you at home, that would be super annoying. Producing is just making stuff more efficient. And by the way, as I said to you on the phone, I always appreciate when you were talking about throwing vegetables down the sink. I always appreciate your notes and I always appreciate. Did you just hurt your finger? No, I'm fine. Go ahead. Okay. I always appreciate your producerial thoughts about this. So don't you feel bad about that? Okay. Are there any more JMOs? <laughs> <laughs> Four Color Ronin says, get really self-conscious after getting followed by new cool people on Twitter. Um, yes, I do that too, though. Uh-oh, someone's got a squeaky toy. Um, yes, I do that too. If it's like someone famous or something that starts following me, then I have to go back and see what I just tweeted and stuff. And then I think now would not be the time to tweet something about farts. Um, I oh. get this thing every now and then where when you get a big bump, you know, when something happens and you get like sure. 200 followers in a day that you like really got to think show. about your next tweet really, really carefully. You know what I'm talking about? No, I like to sabotage myself in situations like that. You do? Mm-hmm. So would you intentionally, like after you got like a big bump, would you intentionally tweet like a shitty joke? I'd intentionally not care. Like I would just say, <laughs> I'm just going to keep living my life, man. And I can't change because of this recent Twitter fame. That's I have good. a I have a friend Mike who Allison knows who we, um and he goes into my office or and he'll steal my phone and he'll tweet from me, <laughs> but he has a way of doing the perfect tweet that is a joke that's really stupid or he'll hit up things that so like you wouldn't you would just go what a dumb joke but it's not obvious enough to be hack or he'll do this thing where. He'll talk about music, which I talk about a lot on Twitter, but he'll make mistakes. Like he did this thing <laughs> last year where he did like a series of tweets about Sam Cooke, who I'm obsessed with Sam Cooke, but he spelled Sam Cooke's wrong name wrong in every <laughs> single one of them. And then he'll immediately retweet them from his account and he has like many thousands of followers. So I'll look, open up my account. I'll be like, God damn it. And I'll have lost like 150 followers and people will be like, dude, you don't even know how to spell his name and you're tweeting about him. You suck. It's the best. That's a great prank. And that's when you poop on his headset. Right. Did you uh, listen to my episode of his podcast? I don't know if it's aired yet. No, it hasn't aired yet. Okay. But I've asked about it 30 times because I'm excited about it. 
Because, uh, spoiler alert, I did very well on the quiz. So he said. Um, okay. Tummy Towel says, oh, well, okay, I'm going to read it anyway. Sorry, Greg. Inside <laughs> Out would have been perfect if Jenna Kim Jones was the voice of Joy. I haven't seen it, but I'm just going to go ahead and say yes. Sure. I totally agree. Have you seen it? <laughs> no. Okay. But I feel like we all agree. What She's is a great voice. I support that. Oh, it's the it's Pixar, like Pixar movie. Thing, yeah. uh, it's supposed uh, to be really good. Was it Amy Poehler in the movie? Yeah, I think it was. I think, it was I think that is who was Joy. Yeah. yeah. From the bus stop that I was looking at the other day. <laughs> <laughs> Raquel Walsh says, I only update apps I use. The pre-installed apps on the phone, who needs that? Um, I do that. I have automatic updates. So. I don't know what I do. I'm not in touch with my updating. You don't update very often. I don't update no, very often. I think we've been through this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry, Al. Everyone just looks at me like, what's Al, what do you do? Al's you ready to jump on this You got to update them. Otherwise, they won't work right. And then they have the little the button and stuff like that. And you, I just can't live with that. But she's talking about... Uh, the non-essentials. Like the ones that are on there already. Yeah, the ones that like are the, the bundled ones. You should still do it. Even if you never use them? Yeah, you can't live with those numbers up on the... Does anybody ads. know what Keynote is? Yes. Yeah. What is that? It's like PowerPoint. Keynote is like PowerPoint, but Apple's version. Yeah, Daniel's right. Okay. Same thing like... So uh, I don't know what that one is. Pages is like uh, Microsoft Word, but the Mac version, the the Apple version. What about Tips? Oh, Tips is just... Let's their go through version. everyone's it's, apps. It's their version <laughs> of like, hey, do you know how to hit the home button? Let me show you where it is. And it'll go in and tell you like, this is iOS 8.1. Oh my God. What if you hit tips and then Al opened up on your screen like, and he's like, update. Hey, <laughs> that would be great. That would Here's be the best app ever. ever. The, the Al the app. Al app. Al, like, oh, hey, so Alan Moss here. Go back to your homepage. Ask Siri. Yeah, that would be the best. Okay. Fern, Ferncast says, feel like a total ass when using phone voice commands and realize they aren't working and I was just talking out loud to myself. I don't even try to use phone voice commands, but yeah. I would feel like an ass if I did. Yeah, I want that to work so bad, and it's never, ever come close to working. Dana Gould does that. He talks into his text thing all the time, right. and it seems to work for him. Apparently, it only works for Dana Gould's voice. Well, yeah, but he he also does a thing where he, which I refuse to do on principle, where he regulates what he says so that it is, he, he will regulate yeah. what he says so that it is more audible to on the phone. On my way home, period. Yeah. Like that. He I talks refuse like a to do that. robot. Yeah. You have to talk like a robot so it understands you better. Has That's everyone right. done I that? Going to and, and all, all I want to say to the phone okay. is, do you understand who the phone is and who the owner is? Because <laughs> I'm the owner. You're the fucking phone. You should talk like me. I shouldn't talk like you. Have you guys oh. all done the what zero times zero thing? Oh, yes. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. What yeah, What are you guys talking about? Is that, is that a Siri thing? thing? That's a Siri, a Siri thing. Yeah. Is it worth doing right now into the mic or is it not that cool? Sure. Yeah, go for it. All right. Oh, wow. Siri talk. <laughs> Siri, what's zero times zero? You got to have it on speaker probably. You, you got to have it louder. <laughs> 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 Siri, what's zero times zero? Good job. Siri, what's zero times zero? <laughs> it's zero? No. That's what mine said. What is well, you have an old phone, it. that's why. Like, oh. What is zero this times is... zero? The answer is zero. Well, I guess that, that is such a cool is trick. Is that what it is? No, they did a whole thing. It must have been like a temporary thing. Siri, what's zero times zero? No, it's zero divided by zero. Oh, is it? Oh, oh yeah. Sorry. Oh, zero divided by zero. 
Imagine that you have zero cookies and you split them evenly among zero friends. How many cookies does each person get? See, it doesn't make sense. And Cookie Monster is sad that there are no cookies. And you are sad that you have no friends. Burn. So it wasn't worth it. It's mean, I think. Yeah. It's kind of mean. But yeah, it's mean. It's like really you is. have no friends. And also, why Cookie Monster? Like, he has nothing and, to do with that. And if you're going to go that far, get it to say Cookie Monster, not Cookie Monster. Cookie Monster. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about the fact that Al prefers a male assistant. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like the Siri voice. I don't like the woman voice. Telling you what to do? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I've never, so I've never heard the male. The voice yeah, you just go in and change it. The voice of Siri is one of my few famous Twitter followers. No way. Really? I forget. She's a British lady. Yeah, they did a whole thing on her. Yeah. Yeah, it's a real That's voice. Cool. No, I think she's Canadian, actually. Oh, is it Canadian? I think she's Canadian, oh, okay. yeah, which is like a For me, there's British. no difference. I yeah. feel like it's not. I, it, wouldn't that be funny if in real life she didn't understand anything I said? <laughs> <laughs> like, what? Anyway. Come on, get dressed. It's time to go to the movies. Well, or, or I'm just sitting there quiet and, and she'll just turn to me and go, I did not understand what you were saying. <laughs> Please repeat. Like, Shut up, Siri. How did you collect Siri? I don't know. It just popped up. I think it was while I was when I was on Titus's podcast. Mm, that's cool. Yeah. I don't There's know also happened. a porn star named Siri. Good she talk. is uh, Mick Foley was like doing something with her. They both came on the animal oh, yeah. show. Remember? Uh, he was um, like, yeah. Was and I remember he's like, to be honest, I see a part of myself in Siri. And I said, or you want to. Nah, good yeah. one. <laughs> okay. Adam Nikol- Nikulik says, just mirror everyone, a part of me dies when I see someone I had respected in the LinkedIn spam requests. Uh, it took me a second to process that. Like dies, I think what he's saying is he feels bad because it's someone he respected who requested him on LinkedIn oh, and but went it into the spam request. Into spam. I, I refuse to feel bad about anything related to LinkedIn. Yeah. Until recently, I would basically check in every three months to LinkedIn. So I just- LinkedIn is automated, right? It just goes through your contacts and sends like an email that says, would it, you like to it be? Can it can. You it, yeah. uh, it can. From a recruiting perspective, that's poor form. You should, oh, you should never, yeah. Just from my, from my experience in working with recruiters, you should never just say like, hey, please add me to your whatever. You should say like, hey, John, we met at that convention. I'd like to connect with you on LinkedIn. It just shows more of like a formal uh, deal. A lot of recruiters will just reject your, uh, your request. Because if they feel like, well, you just want my connections or you just you just want me to do stuff for you, get out of here. Yeah. Wait. What? Recruiters so, being who? Job recruiters? Uh, yeah, job recruiters. Like headhunters? Uh-huh. Or headhunters or just general recruiters. Cause a lot are of, people requesting headhunters often? Uh-huh. Yeah. If they're just trying to make the right connections with people. Oh. Because they'll say like, oh, you're connected to the company that oh. I want to be in. I see. So, hey, let me connect with you. Get me a job. It's a whole different world, the world that actually uses or relies on LinkedIn. Because my yes. connections- People take that shit seriously. I know. It, but that's what I'm saying. Yes. The people who take that shit seriously, that's a whole different universe than the- um. The one where people are really busy that Greg and Molly and I are in. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's called showbiz, folks. Suck it in. I think there's just a lot of bad form out there. I yeah. Think people expect others to do everything for them. And even though your job is to recruit, it's annoying when someone just like, it's like if I just came and said, Greg, you're going to put me on a show or what? I mean, right, I know right, you, right? But you I would, out. I would. Well, yeah, <laughs> Seriously, but, dude. But that's a, different do it. Story. that's a different story. Right, no, I understand. <laughs> but you know what I mean? You'd be like, oh, get out of here. It's like if someone says like, hey, can you get me a job? You're like, ugh. Why do people need LinkedIn if they have resumes? Uh, because resumes are sort of old. You, you've got to, everything's electronic now. It shows you and connections to people. And so much of trying to hire people is like, is this person 
good? Are they connected to people I know? And can those people vouch for that person? And LinkedIn yeah, is there an is some easy way to do that. There's a lot of garbage on LinkedIn. Like when someone says like, so-and-so sponsored you for your leadership abilities. And oh, like, your endorsements? Well, I know you from the convenience the store word. down the street. You don't know if I'm a leader. Right. You know, <laughs> you just know that I buy Diet Coke for my wife. Right. <laughs> you know, so things like that are weird. But um, like as an example, my mom's actually a career coach. And so she'll she'll actually coach people who don't have jobs how to how to get a job and review their resumes. And so like I, I will look through someone's network and say, hey, you're my friend from my old company. I noticed that you're connected to this other company and you have a friend that you used to work with that works at the company I'm looking at. Can I, can you introduce me? And then there's like a whole community there that will help you get get connected. Can I tell you something, Al? Yes. I want to tell you something about a resume mistake someone made in an interview with me. Okay. So I was interviewing people to staff for this job and the people that were interviewing them are all like comedy people. Yes. And this dude had made the Daniel is exhaling and this dude had made the classic response, made the classic error of leaving a really old like credit and he had worked at a website called Circle of Moms. Oh my God. <laughs> and so like four comedy producers are looking at this dude's resume and like nine years ago he worked at a website called Circle of Moms and all at once we were like, what was Circle of Moms, <laughs> Tell us dude? about that. What did the fucking moms do there? And what did you do there? And he was like, it was a website to help mothers connect. We were like, no, 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 no. Oh, it's on. porn. You worked at Circle of Moms and they were standing in a circle and then what did they, what'd they do? And we didn't hire that guy. Um, so oh, then man. what happened on JMO? Okay. So Samuel Barton says, always knock on the door before entering the bathroom, even when I'm home alone and positive it's unoccupied. Uh, no, I don't. Mm-mm. I don't do no. that. I don't also close the door even when I'm not home alone. Yeah. Sorry. Is that a genuine apology or is that? No. Yeah. You, it's a sorry, not sorry. If <laughs> Daniel is home and you're like pooping, you leave the door open. That would be a surprise poop situation where I didn't see it coming, but suddenly it's like, uh oh, this is happening. And then sometimes I'll yell like I'm in the bathroom because generally what happens is I just think he's in the other end of the house. So I figure I'll be in and out in the time it would take to close the door. Um, but then all of a sudden things will take longer than I expected. And then it'll like, I'll be like, I'm in the bathroom. And he'll be like, yeah, I know I'm sitting right here in the office, like a foot away. <laughs> and then I'll just be like, sorry. Oh. <laughs> You'll just see my hand reach in blindly trying no. to grasp for the knob. That's not true. You know what? Fright- you know what scared me one time though? Uh, I was sitting on the toilet and you were in bed <laughs> And you're like, I can see you. Yeah, I can see you in the mirror. <laughs> because the way the, the mirrors the are set up, it like oh. flat. You can see. I had no idea. <laughs> then that felt weird. Even though we're married, it just felt weird that like the, the way our not, mirrors are situated, you can see me on the toilet from bed. It's, just, I just, <laughs> it's, it's totally very Chuck Berry. Yeah. yeah. One of my favorite hack comedy premises is that women, if they, you can tell a woman has to poop because she will say, go to the bathroom. Yes, like we my, say pee otherwise. Yeah, my wife is like, I have to pee, I have to pee. Okay. And every now and then she's like, I have to go to the bathroom. I'm like, why don't you just say you have to snap a yam? Like, <laughs> but game on, back but here's out. the deal. <laughs> women, women always have the option of snapping a yam. Guys, go into the bathroom and you got to choose and you yeah, got to live know. with your choice. It's like, Absolutely. I'm going to pee and I can, I, that's it. I can only pee. If I want to poop, then it's a whole other thing. Yeah, you, I don't you have to exit the bathroom and come <laughs> yeah, back. Yeah, but a, a woman, right, it's right. like I want to pee, and then last minute decision. You know, oh what? yeah, I'm gonna drop one. Yeah, game and time, then, bam, game time. Yeah, one starts knocking. So, yeah, 
Right, Wait, it's an audible. Right. You can't just use the urinal and then be like, "Oh, yam snapping time!" And then <laughs> you got to you got to zip up and move to the thing. And but it's do a you whole ever business. do that? Can you go urinal no. stall, or is that bad form? Well, and no. if so, why? Y- you got to be alone in the bathroom. It's, I've had it happen like occasionally. <laughs> well, if you do that, yeah. it's pretty obvious yeah. that, oh, shit, yeah. that guy's having a, <laughs> right, an extreme right. moment right yeah, now. Exactly. Well, he thought under he was what gonna... pretense are you in the bathroom? I mean, you're in the bathroom to go to the bathroom. So is that really so bad to just be like, oh, hey. Yeah, but there's a, there's a stigma. If someone urinates and then is like, oh, and then goes into, <laughs> goes into the stall, you're yeah. like, what is right, wrong? what's wrong with you? <laughs> it implies emergency. Yeah. Yeah. Cut yeah, down on the coffee, maybe? Yeah. Yeah. Molly? Uh, I'm just an intensely private person regarding the bathroom and stuff. I I don't remember the original question, but I just kept, <laughs> I just kept thinking about how I think that probably like well into a marriage, I will yeah. in a hotel, I will take an elevator to the lobby <laughs> to go to the bathroom. To go to the bathroom. Yeah. See, look at that. Yeah, go to the bathroom. Or to pee. Even. To pee, you would go to the lobby. Well, no, not no, no. Did you ever go spider style? I, you know, when I first started dating what guys in the past, what is that? That's when he sits on the bottom and you sit on top or vice like reverse straddle, spider style, spider style. So like <laughs> two of you on at the same time on no, the toilet. No, I wouldn't yeah. do that. I wouldn't. So like do that. years on, is this he's a on sex <laughs> thing or a. No, no, it's just a bathroom. It's, yeah, a, it's, a, it's a maximizing efficiency. efficiency. Yeah. Yeah, it's an efficiency. So he would probably be on the bottom and you, whatever, she gets on top and reverse straddle spider style. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard of this. It's rare. So you were saying? <laughs> um, I just, I'm just very private. I'm Catholic. I don't have bodily functions. I mean, I just can't. Have you ever I lived can't. with a dude? Yeah. And what happened? She had to go to a hotel. But like in the morning, she, if you guys were both going Starbucks to work and you had one bathroom. Oh, no. Like I was driven and he was a like lazy loser. Nobody. <laughs> he was always sleeping late and I would just like get up early and do sneak my one thing. out. Yeah, right. sure. I mean, or I don't know. Whatever. I don't know. But see, you're OK with the lobby of a hotel <laughs> because the lobby. It. It's fun uh, to talk about with you, though. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm pushing this one. The lobby of the hotel is actually a not very private area, but I guess it's not. Well, With like, the guy. If just, yes, exactly, exactly. Right. But I do have a really bad anxiety about using public restrooms. Like, not the way that some people do, where it's like, I have friends that will only shit at home. Mm-hmm. I think that's crazy. That's not the nature of life. <laughs> you're, you're not, what, what kind of life is that? I mean, I don't understand. I, I assumed you were taking one shit at camp because I was like, mm-hmm. there has to be. It's amazing. A breaking point. Like he know. ran off into the woods and had private time no, or something. I no. don't know. I think I vaporized it. <laughs> it turned into Did you have a lot of brothers and sisters? Man. None. Really? Uh, Did you have your own bathroom growing up? No. Okay. No. My mom is like really open though. And I think that I am everything that she is not. So like, right. so she actually, I think, wants me to see her go to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, I am human. Sometimes I'm like, you went far out of the way for me to witness this. Like, could you just shut the door? I mean, she really like, yeah, she's, I think it's not, it's like, hey, what's up? I'm going to the bathroom. Like, that's, it's weird. It's almost perverse when I, when I Parents really Parents should about not it. subject their children It really to upsets no. me. No. But no, but she's a cool lady and she's an artist and she's like hip and there's all sorts of weird shit going on with her anyway. So I think that's just an <laughs> extension of that. But and I, you know, this doesn't happen in front of company or my stepbrothers <laughs> or whatever, but it's, yeah, she's, 
Shauna's into it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Scooby Snack says, when eating something crunchy, sometimes I don't chew enough. And when I swallow, I feel like I'm tearing a hole in my throat. Yes. I've recently been having problems with swallowing. I don't know what. I feel like it's. Oh, there's a drop. (laughs) I feel like it's a timing thing. It is. Sorry, what were you saying? <laughs> or no, no, that's not what I meant to say. What I meant to say, I feel like it's an anxiety thing. Because I was having a thing where I would take a sip of something and start to swallow like a second too soon and then start coughing, mm-hmm. which is, I've talked about that before, that yeah. thing where I choke on my own saliva. But I, it was happening a lot for a few days and I definitely felt like it was anxiety. That is an anxiety thing. Yeah. Yeah. But there's an actual disorder where you have difficulty swallowing and your throat is kind of in not, like people will have it for years and years. Right. And it's because oh. of anxiety. Thankfully, I only had it for a few days and I think it was related to the um, IVF. But oh, anyway, I have an update on that, actually, uh, which is I had mentioned on the last episode that we started IVF again. So I did two days of injections, and then I got a call from my doctor saying that one of my blood tests came back, and it turns out this is not a good month for me to do IVF. So it was a waste of the injections and a waste of the stress, and it was a bummer, although, because I was like, oh, fuck. Because if this count continues to be high, that is not a good sign. It was my FSH level for anyone who knows about these things, which has always been really good. And all of a sudden, it's like sky high. Um, but apparently, it fluctuates monthly, and it's not a big deal, and it'll be fine. All it all it means is wait and do it next month. But it led to this humongous epiphany, which has led to me feeling like a weight has been lifted off my shoulders. The epiphany being, I am no longer going to stress about whether we get pregnant or not. Uh, and I'm just going to try to appreciate the good things in my life now and be happy about life now. And I'm still going to do all the things, of course, to try to get pregnant. But I can no longer live in this state of like being so attached to the outcome because it is driving me crazy. And my whole life, I never really stressed about getting pregnant. And in fact, that's one of the things that I sort of beat myself up about now is like maybe I should have stressed about it because then I would have started sooner, et cetera. But I always felt like and I did never stressed about meeting the right guy. I stressed about a lot of terrible relationships, but I was always like, if I'm like, when's it, when am I going to meet him? That's going to push the right relationship away if I have that desperation about me. And in the same way, it's like if I'm stressed about like, when am I going to get my baby? That's also going to not lead to these things happening the way they're supposed to happen. So I always had this trust that it will just happen when it's supposed to happen. But now it's like we're so financially invested in it and there's we've done we've been spending so much time. We've talked about it so much. It's like turned me into this person that is really hung up on when's it going to happen. And all of a sudden I realized, and it's sort of like waking up and realizing you're in a toxic relationship. I was like, that's not me. Hmm. I've allowed myself to become someone who's not really me for a year now. And I'm just so happy to be back to myself. And also with turning 40, (laughs) I really had this like, oh no, like we are running out of time. And then I also now I've let go of that too, because it's like, there are plenty of people who get pregnant up to 45, which is Mm -hmm. crazy to me. Charlie Chaplin got pregnant when he was 73, right? Mm -hmm. No. Sorry. I mean, (laughs) but still. His wife probably did. All I'm saying is, I mean, I'm, I'm not, I'm not saying fuck it. If it happens, it happens. And we're going to go try naturally. I'm still going to do all the things. I'm just not going to be a bundle of stress about it. Yeah. And it's, it's great. It's out of my control. Exactly. You can't do any, I mean, you can try to get pregnant. That's all you can do. Right. You can't control whether you get pregnant after that. But it's really almost like a, 
it's really taken me a while to get to this point where it's like we are I am doing something that is expensive and uncomfortable and yet I'm not going to be attached to the outcome. Yeah. I'm just and then it Well, you start to want something yeah. and then that's when it Well, when yeah, exactly. So. Exactly. So anyway, though, this is the new me. Thank God. Okay. Um, oh, but anyway, the, what made me think of that, though, was that they put me on these prenatal vitamins, and those things are huge. And every time I swallow one, I, it feels like it's going down Horse the pills. wrong way. Yeah, they're yeah. hard. Um, and then Scooby Snacks also says, and this is the last one, when a group of people are whispering or laughing, I immediately get paranoid that they're talking about or laughing at me. Just me or everyone. Yes, I totally have that. I don't like to walk by groups of teenagers. Teenagers are scary. <laughs> <laughs> teenagers are the worst. They're very scary. Yeah. I, I don't ha- no. I don't. You probably have don't have that. You seem like a very confident person. Uh, I th- I don't know how to answer that question. I will tell you that I'm when a I, dick. Thank you, Jeff. That <laughs> when I am candid in reflection, I generally speaking don't give a shit what people think about me. I could say that pretty honestly. See, I it's, would like to be that way. Yeah, but there's some. That's also the product of some measure of detachment too. Oh, this has been a lot of my therapeutic that, yeah. work. Yeah. But I, I could pretty honestly say like it's rare that I know that somebody thinks something about me and I care. Mm-hmm. Right. You were the California asshole and, and you didn't care. Yeah, I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> Have you always been this way? Yes. There's some things I am self-conscious about for sure. But for the, for the most part, I take a lot of stock about who I am and I think that I'm a decent person with a good heart. And I think it's natural for a lot of people to just not like each other. And I've also been doing this job for so long that when people are like, your idea is shit, I'm just like, okay, that's fine. Maybe I, I, I like it. Mm-hmm. You know? I, yeah, I've been this way for a long time. What about other languages? If someone is talking in another language by you and laughing, do you feel like anyone's laughing Only at when they're you? looking and pointing at me right. while That's doing what I mean. It. I've had the experience before of people saying shit to me next to me in Spanish and not realizing right. that I speak Spanish. Yeah. And, and sort of turn to them and be like, did I understand what you're talking about? Right. But... I, I do this move where if I if I get that sense at all, I kind of glance at the people and squint a little bit to try and try and fake them into thinking that I understand their language. <laughs> and then they're probably saying, "Look at this asshole! He thinks that he speaks." Why Portuguese. does that fucking dude speak Tagalog? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what are the odds, Molly? I for sure have that, but I had to start getting good about reminding myself that even if they are saying something terrible about me. How does that help me to know that? Yes. I walk through the earth every day. People probably say terrible things about me. Like, I don't e- I don't even get dressed anymore, really. I just wear <laughs> my pajamas around my neighborhood. And I know I'm like a, a crazy old lady in my neighborhood, but I don't give a shit. Because what does that help? I'm comfortable. And how does that help me? Oh, that's so... This is so good. This is such the way... Every, this is the place everyone should get to. Pajamas. No, but like also I do... I do like, you know, internalize that shit. I, but I found it's just... It's like reading internet comments. It's not helpful. Yes. I Oh, I, I repeatedly, repeatedly have that realization of like, this is not helping me make a better show, not helping me be a better person, not helping me be, be happier. These Those things like that don't help. And I remember realizing... Because I used to do this thing always where I would try to assess rejection before it happened career-wise or any sort of bad news or anything being like, oh, you know, maybe that – like with, with when I used to do a TV thing on morning news for a while, like if there was a week that they didn't have me on, I was like, oh, are they, you know, getting ready to not have me anymore, which they weren't. I, I was a scheduling thing. And I just realized at a certain point, if there's something they want you to know, they will make it clear. 
I I don't I'm not doing anyone any favors by trying to crack the code of like by trying to read the tea leaves here. And yet it's so second nature to just do that. I think it's just like to in order to keep it's a it's a leftover like in order to keep myself safe I have to constantly be looking for bad news. Mm-hmm. But it just makes your life sad. Yeah, and it's just it's an illusion. It's giving yourself an illusion right. of control and there yes, are a lot of things totally. that they're going to happen whether you know about them or not. So just don't know about them, then just at least you're not bummed out. Exactly. The mm. only time I seek that stuff out, honestly, is like if I'm wine drunk alone at home and I'm on my phone and I should have put my phone down two hours ago, <laughs> but I'm like, let's see what I can do to destroy my life tonight. Mm-hmm. And I just I start, I just start digging and I'm like, and why? For why? It's because I'm obviously in like a terribly sad place. Um, And so I think that kind of speaks to the overall nature of that general thing man yeah yeah it's like you feel uh, yucky until you want to find an external reason oh, external thing to link it up to yeah. for me if i'm feeling down i'll do it because it's i'll usually be like yeah i already feel shitty might as well just right can't get any now, worse now it's like now i can just do all the shit that i've been putting off because i'm already there and then it just gets worse <laughs> i i tend to ask myself when i'm doing something what the objective of it is like if you're releasing music or something you've written like was your objective for other people to validate this or was your objective for you to say something? Mm-hmm. And I always feel like, and I kind of feel the same way about Twitter too. It's like my objective was for me to say something. And when you're comfortable with that as the objective, then what follows doesn't really bother you that much. You is know? this something you've always known or is this like a thing you reached in therapy? No, it's a thing that I, I, I reached like through getting older, I think mm-hmm. and just sort of realizing like, I remember the first record that my band ever released. I sent it to this woman who was like kind of a well-known music journalist, assuming she would release it or re- review it. And she called me and was like, I'm not going to review it. I, I think it's bad. But the important thing is that you wanted to write these songs and you released these songs and that part of it is done for you. And that's what matters. And I really took that to heart because I appreciated somebody saying, I don't like it. And I also appreciated somebody contextualizing it for me by saying, but you had to do it. And so that advice has really stuck with me. And I, I do I do feel that way. And I do take rejection really well. Was it a good album? Production was shit. The songs were good. Yeah. Yeah, it was a good album. Okay. And she was wrong. She rude the day that she didn't review that album that no one ever heard. I so want to know who it was. <laughs> you can tell me after. Because I wonder yeah, if I know post-cast, who Yeah, post-cast. Okay. All right. Um, that was just me or everyone. And I want to thank you guys all for being on the show. This was super fun. If you guys are going to buy something on Amazon, which you are because they have everything, click through the banner on my website, alisonrosen.com. It doesn't cost you anything extra. It helps out the show. Thank you for all your Amazon support. Thank you for your PayPal support. There's PayPal links on the right side, alisonrosen.com. We have two ringtones available. Hey, 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 go fuck yourself. But also... Those are flying off the digital shelves. You can get those both at gumroad.com, G-U-M-R-O-A-D.com slash Allison Rosen, like a road made of gum. Gumroad.com slash Allison Rosen. Two special bonus episodes available recorded live at the LA Podcast Festival. First one with Doug Benson and Greg Proops. Next one with Doug Benson, musician Matt Costa, the former Thursday gang. Those are $1.99 in the comedy album section of the iTunes store. Follow me on Twitter at Allison Rosen. Follow the show's Twitter feed at ARIYMBF. Email us, show at gmail.com. And I'm going to be doing the podcast live at Bumbershoot Labor Day in Seattle. You go to Bumbershoot.com, buy tickets, come see us. That will be super fun. Jeff, where should we go to find you? 
I'm Colonel Jeff Fox on all your social medias, and you can check out my podcast, Barracuda Radio, at barracudaradio.com. My new episode is an interview with John Worcester, drummer of Super Chunk and comedian. Excellent. Daniel? At Daniel Quantz, Q-U-A-N-T-Z, Twitter and Instagram. Mm-hmm. Alan? At Alan Moss on Twitter and Instagram. And if you're looking for more Hashtag Al information, the last podcast or the last episode of Hashtag Sorry Not Sorry is Hashtag Al Centric with my best friend as a special guest. Nice. Oh, my God. I, that's been released already? Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. it's been released. Okay. It's episode 62. Perfect. Molly, where should, plug all your things. I'm at Malls on Twitter and Instagram, and I have a podcast called Please Advise, PLZ. We do um, advice stuff, change your life. You know, do people call you Malls or Molly? Because this is a real late into the show for me to find this out. Um, no, it started actually my grandmother called me Malls. But, I mean, does anyone call you Molly? Um, yeah. Or is it mostly It's malls? interchangeable. Yeah, it's whatever. Okay. So I haven't been calling you by the wrong, wrong name for this entire podcast. No, call me whatever you want. I really respond to almost anything. <laughs> All right. Perfect. That's the perfect answer. Thank you. And Greg, where should we go for you? I'm at Dong Attack. D-O-N-G. Yeah, like an attack of dongs. <laughs> just one dong. Right, but it's a single dong. That's me. Well, is a group of dongs just dong? Um, is it like a dong? Like of a dogs? murder of dongs? You know it's what a I mean? flock of dongs. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Flock of dongs. Because yeah. I always assume, of dongs. I, I just that assumed it was a it dong attack, but now I'm thinking, oh, it's like a attack. It's a it's a yeah. full it's scale. A it's a global thermonuclear dong attack. Jeez. <laughs> All right. <laughs> a lot of them. I think it's a swarm yeah. of dongs. Right. That's the technical you might term. Be right. Thank okay. you guys so much for listening. I love you. Goodbye. Hey, do you know? and Rose and Show We had a good time But now we gotta go Yeah, Alice and Rose is Here's your new best